0: <laughs> yeah, we're live now. I was gonna say
1: my coffee's empty. because so I was gonna get oh gosh energy, energy. Did not you get some sleep last night, man? Uh, I've been tired since my trips, man. I, it takes me longer to recoup.
0: That's that age, man.
1: That's for sure. That's that, and then grandpa, That's yeah, that's it's pretty true.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I can't say much. I feel, I literally feel the same every day, dude. Like I just, I wake up tired. Anyways, I've shared, so let me know when you're ready, and uh, we'll we'll do this thing. I shared as well. All right, so I'm going to run that intro, and let's get started. All right. Shut up and sit
1: down.
0: Boom. (laughs) What's up, everybody? Welcome to uh, Dope and Dharma. This is, of course, uh, for us watching live. This is Tuesday. We're a little bit early today. We're noon, which means uh, if it's a Tuesday and you're watching it live, it is the uh, the Dharma time edition. As always, he is the one and only The Dope Doctor. And I, of course, am the Dharma guy. And it sounds like you just uh, turned on the Facebook because <laughs> I can hear my echo. Yeah. Anyways, what's up, everybody? We're, uh, I don't know. We haven't been on for like a week, man. There's a lot of stuff going on. You were yeah. busy gallivanting about. Um, you know, I'll well, start it all started with this, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I'll start uh, with that Steelers game.
0: Oh boy, hey, you look like you got sun too, by the way. For those of you watching,
1: I don't, I i don't, th- I wasn't, haven't been out in the sun, so I don't know, man. That's That's weird. Just, this is probably just me.
0: Well, either way,
1: um, <clears throat> it's probably blood pressure, I'm probably dying right now,
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, if you guys want to see his, his, uh, sun to face, uh, you're listening to this at a later date or something like that, and you're listening on any of the major podcast platforms under uh, dope and dharma uh, if you'd like to watch wow. and participate and leave your comments you can do so by checking us out on facebook youtube or twitch and just look up dope and dharma and you can see the videos live and uh, you can comment things of that nature um all right man so today's a little bit different um we were literally just talking prior to the show um there was a topic that we wanted to discuss weren't wasn't sure quite how to word it or if you even fit the spiritual component which uh, everything spits fits spirituality i guess but um, either way, we're going to go with it anyways, and hopefully you guys enjoy it or have something to say. Um, <clears throat> so the topic was fun. And so the, the question that I posed to, uh, the one and only dope doctor here prior to, on going online is, uh, if you would have told me and he agrees, we've talked about this numerous times. If you would have told either one of us, you know, when we were 18 years old or so, that uh, we would have the lives that we currently do and we would absolutely love it (laughs) and 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 be having a great time and feel fulfilled and fun um we would have probably hit you (laughs) like we would have thought you were absolutely insane no way in hell like that's crazy blah 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 and so the question i posed is after talking to some of the utes out there um they seem to feel oftentimes that the only way to really have fun is by breaking the rules, right? Doing illegal activities, doing you know, risky behavior, sketchy stuff. I think many of us who are in our 40s and up can probably relate to that to some extent. And so my question was, is there a way or is it even possible to have the kind of appreciation for the simple, fun things in life that you have in an older age and a younger age? Like, is it, like a, is it a teaching thing? Is it a spiritual thing? Or is it even possible? Like, do you, do you have to go through that young, rebellious, risky behavior stage in order to make it to the old wise stage? I think the the conventional wisdom is yes, right? I think the conventional wisdom is you do use your youth to make, you know, make uh, uh, mistakes and kind of that's where you learn from them. And that's where you kind of get it out of your system to where when you get to your older age, you can kind of uh, pursue the simpler things. Um, However, there is a whole other population out there that would disagree. Who made it to older age that never did some of the stuff that like him and i did or maybe you did if you're watching this um some of the more extreme things right like i don't mean the simple little rebellious things i'm talking about the really risky stuff that's like man you really like we all could collectively agree that's a bad idea uh but we did it anyways um so i guess that's the, uh, the the philosophical or or spiritual or whatever you want to call it question is is that possible or whatever so what are your immediate thoughts there uh, dope doctor
1: um, I I couldn't imagine uh being content with with my life as it is right now, as a youth. Um, like you said, uh, there's no way that that I would have been able to explain how I feel, how comfortable I feel, uh, how secure I feel, how confident I feel, uh, how I like the simplicity, I like the calm, I like the quiet, um, I like being with one woman. Uh, I like, I like, uh, I don't need items, you know, I don't need a certain vehicles. I don't need certain toys. Uh, I don't need to be out doing things. So, uh, so it's really hard for me to even think that you can gain that level of comfort, uh, and security at a young age. Uh, I, I, I don't think it's intended for the young. I think what's right. intended for the young is exploration, <clears throat> I think without exploration and adventure, um, I think that uh, we go nowhere as a people. Right? Uh, sure. You know, you know when you when you. The more I think about it, it's almost like let's think about native tribes. Right? Native tribes seem real comfortable with simplicity. Right? Like they, like sure. It seems like they must have had no uh, desire of adventure or exploration of other places or invention even right unless it was a necessity and those tribes were managed and operated by the elders so the elder mentality was the standard right so it makes sense why they were comfortable but what happened they were taken over why were they taken over well yeah because progress is for the youth youth is progress youth is adventurous youth creates a Think about it. the same humans that sought that progress, invented the iPhone, while some others were still walking around without even an, a weapon that could even you know they could even kill something from distance. You know what I mean? Right. And, and, and yet yeah. we have iPhones and rockets, and we've landed on other planets. So, so it, it's not that one group of people is less intelligent than another group of people. It's just the youthful mentality is allowed and accepted in many cultures. And therefore those cultures tend to progress. So it's got its positives and negatives, right? Because you and I would like to believe that, man, if everybody just was chill, like we feel right now, it'd be (laughs) a lot calmer and cooler, which is true. But then, you know, we wouldn't have the, 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 uh, the stuff that we have and and I enjoy my stuff. So yeah, young people go at it go explore go feel like you gotta do whatever you gotta do but at the end of the day just like those old songs and poems say it was right there all along the peace and the comfort that you were looking for and the love that you were seeking was right beside you the entire time uh but you had to go find out on your own and and that's how i feel about it
0: yeah yeah, i mean i i couldn't agree more like you said something to me earlier that that rang out especially true right when you said you don't need things right like the vehicles or whatever right Right. um that that couldn't be more true like i was thinking about that literally just a couple days ago so that's why it's funny you you mentioned that was um uh, you know every vehicle i've ever had the first thing i did was customize it every vehicle some to different degrees obviously um you know budget (laughs) concerns were always there and anybody who's in the cars or vehicles knows that's a really expensive hobby to get into um but, like, uh, you know, I have a truck now that like when I first got it, I did some things too, nothing like crazy, but just mm-hmm. some stuff um, and the idea that at some point in the future I'm most likely gonna have to get another vehicle this you know might not last me another the rest of my life um right. and so the like the thought of getting another one and doing anything to it when I first thought of that, I was like, nah, I'm good, <laughs> you know what I mean like mm-hmm. i I I was like, you know, if I get another one, I don't, I don't know if I have any desire to do anything other than just keep it as it is from the factory, you know, right. make sure when I purchase it, it has whatever things on it that I want. And then just that's it. I'm done. Um, and I never, ever, ever, ever would have done that, you know, early on in my life because it was a status symbol, right? It was a, hey, look at what I got, you know, Um, and to now am at my age. I'm like, I, I really don't care. Like, I, does it get me where I need to be? Okay, right. I'm good. Um and there is something to be said about the I, I like the way you put that, right? Because I think that the other caveat here, right, that uh, I, I see in my house a lot too is the the age-old battle of age versus youth, right? Because as we age, um I'm noticing a lot of old timers, right, really, really judging and being upset with the youth right like and and i find myself kind of walking that path at times um Mm -hmm. but i try to reel myself in by understanding that that where they're at is different right and what i mean by that is like when i was a kid i was always out man like it was the the rule of my house was once you leave the door don't be coming in and out of my house (laughs) um come back when the street lights are on and -hmm. i would be gone literally all day long and just out doing stuff and getting into god only knows what um but like the kids these days they don't for the most part like the vast majority of the ones that i see they spend their time indoors and and either on you know electronics or gaming or phones or what have you
1: right
0: and they're still learning i mean they're still experiencing things but i think for some of us who didn't grow up that way it's hard for us to understand like i'll give you a perfect example actually Mm
1: -hmm. so
0: i remember years ago when my my son who's now 20 22 um, when he was fifteen, or a little bit younger than that, probably from the age of like thirteen to seventeen, I'll say. he was a big gamer, big time in the games. Like uh, he just played constantly. That was his life. Uh, and and he would always talk about friends, right? Like, oh, these are my friends. And we would always try to explain to them, um, they're not your uh, <laughs> Leo Ryans is commenting, I, re- I resemble that remark, old timer. I think we <laughs> all do, bro we're all yeah. kinda, I mean I, who might have say I got a full time. gray beard. Um anyways, Uh, um, but uh, but anyway so we used to talk to him and he would always say you know these are my friends and and you know these people are important to me and blah 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 and we'd always say to him they're not your friends right like they're they're not friends you you never even met these people and blah 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 Hmm. I, I think so I grew up at the end of an era where we didn't have internet and things of that nature like I internet didn't come out until I was like at the end of my high school career I think it was my 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 graduation year of high school so i was about 18 when the internet like came onto the scene and even then it wasn't the internet that you see today right for those of you who are old enough to remember you know uh it was like dialed up it was instant messenger like websites wouldn't even load sometimes like it was it was cool but it wasn't what it is today <clears throat> and so i didn't understand the concept of online playing i was introduced to it by um you know my stepson at the time you know years ago carlos he got me into like online playing and stuff and we were uh, uh, um, you know talking back and forth and, and it was such a new thing for me it was amazing to wrap my head around the idea that like we're playing together as if you're sitting right next to me like we're talking having a conversation you know and looking at our screens and and then i'm playing with somebody in like a completely different uh you know country or whatever and you start to play with these people on a consistent basis right and so where i'm at now that's one of the hobbies that i have right you and i both like to enjoy to play some video games sometimes right and you you do mostly solo stuff by yourself. Yeah, yeah. That's where I've <laughs> I've kind of like got bitten by the bug because of Carlos. So now I I have people that I know, and what I call them friends. Yeah, I think so. I think I would. Right, Like, do are they uh, close close friends that I would invite over for like you know Thanksgiving dinner? No, probably not. No. Um, but they're people I know. I know what's happening in their lives. The point mm-hmm. I'm making is there's a, there's a connection there. A very real connection with other human beings, and I think as we get older, like the, the older generations at the moment, they don't understand that connection. So what they see is you just sitting there playing a game. They don't realize that you're building connections hmm. because the way we built connection was going outside, hanging out with friends. Like that's how we built, you know, connections. So I think part of the what needs to be a part of this discussion is uh, us as older individuals looking back at the youth at the moment, realizing that we can't continue to put our life expectations and experiences onto the newer upcoming generations because it's not the same world. It just isn't my kids had iPads dude, at like five, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I, my little brain at five years old would explode. If you just introduced an iPad, (laughs) like I wouldn't have any idea like what to do with myself. Um, you know, I was playing with like blocks, you know, and transformers or GI Joes or whatever, when I was a kid. So, um, but uh, but yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I like the way you put you this progress. Uh, I, I think that uh, our go to sometimes as we get older, those we feel like it's unbalanced. And I don't know if it well, truly is or not. I don't know well, if that's I, just my old
1: eyes. It's well, it's not for us, you know, and I think we unfairly um, get upset or frustrated with young people. Um, look, man, they're supposed to push the boundaries. They're supposed to be ridiculous. Uh, you have to be ridiculous to actually create everything that captain Kirk was playing with is now in existence. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, I, I really hated that stuff, man. I really was not a star Trek dude. I was not a star Wars dude. Um, those guys kind of got on my nerves a little bit. Um, hell. The Dungeons and Dragons dudes <laughs> got on my nerves a little bit. Now, all of that stuff is our norm, cool. right? Yeah, all, cool. yeah, all the movie stuff. coming out with Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. Well, what I'm saying is our video games are created by people that really love that stuff. So right. they love they love their imagination so much that they said, I want to make this into video form. Right. Um, I uh, you know, I I want I they 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 saw that flip phone that, that Captain Kirk oh what he would use, you know, he would use that flip thing and yeah. beam me up, Scotty. And, and then the flip phone came out. And I remember when I first had my first, my first flip phone, as if I had a second, <laughs> you know, you know, when flip phones came out, I remember being like, this is just like that Star Trek shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, we need that now. What, what bothers us is the spirituality part of all this. and And I, and right. I think that's, that's rightly so, but that's where we as older people need to dig into our spirituality more than young people need to dig into theirs. Um, do young people need to respect what is, what has been? Yes. Do they need to um, respect the positive and the negative, the good and the bad and all that? At least it was what it was. And you can't look at yesterday with today's lenses. Yes. But they're not going to get it by us being rigid or, or hateful towards them. Uh, The only way they can understand it is if we calmly explain to them, uh, what our experiences were and that we as behind that we may have appeared to be, we were still far above and beyond the generation prior to us. We were just as much progressive in our time as they feel in their time. Uh, for instance, you know you hear me joke often about jazz was the devil's music you know <laughs> I mean that was that was drug infested, nasty, dirty music and yet, uh by the time I was an older kid, uh it was the the respected music. You know what I mean? They, I mean when I'm in when I'm a high dignified. in high school, it was yeah. dignified music, you know, and it's and still is to this day. And uh when Elvis came out, that was the devil's hips, you We're know. His was, hips, man. Yeah, it was disgusting and, and horrible. <laughs> and then again, you know, later on, by the time I'm in college, that was the older generation's clean music. You know what I mean? Um and so we see it now. I I, I tried Trinity. I try. I tried. I, I watched about maybe two minutes to five minutes of the MTV Awards uh, the other night. <laughs> I, I don't
0: even attempt anymore. Trinity. Yeah, I, I don't even I, attempt.
1: I um, young people, do you? Uh, if you find that funny, if you find that entertaining, if you find that cool. Uh, I am officially old, and and I I I just don't get it. I don't like it. Um, I like music. I do like music. I, let me let me repeat that. But what I don't like is the commentary in between because to me it's it sounds like a bunch of posers and wannabes. Uh, if you just say the word bitch a lot, or you just you know you yell, the the the, the whole crowd goes crazy, and it's like it, it uh I just. <laughs> i was just like you're just a bunch of dorks man you guys just don't realize how stupid you really are but you know what i'm gonna let you be stupid because we were probably real stupid when we were watching you know guns and roses act you know act a fool and get kicked right. off of mtv and, and we were like oh you know and nwa not even allowed to be at any uh, awards things and, and, and things like that so what was cool to us you Know the adults in the room are probably saying the same thing, you bunch of fools. What do you, you yeah. bunch of wannabe thugs? Uh, and that's how I look <laughs> at it. I, everybody's just a wannabe, except at least back then, I feel like at least you were like you were a real man, you know. What I mean, thuggish, you know. What I mean, now right. this ain't thuggies, you just I don't know. Man. So, so <laughs> our, the spirituality really comes to us, Trinity. Wisdom is for agree. us. And spirituality is for us. It's really not for the youth. What's for the youth is exploration and adventure. Go out and find it and fun. And hopefully you live through it like we did. Um, hopefully you live through it and you're able to enjoy this kind of peace that, that we now have now. What is, what is Leo saying? I see, I see my name on the, on something. What is, what is he saying?
0: uh Yeah, Leo said, uh, what did he say? He said, uh, first one was, I'm surprised that so many older adults at 65 or more still <laughs> use AOL as they were like the first forum on the Internet. Yeah. And he followed that up with, uh, he said, COVID brought the masters in gaming industry. Um, the e-racing like Louis is familiar with. It brought the training tools used for racing community in the public. Amen to um, that, man. Yeah, I think, um, th- well, that's another piece, right? Like, there's a lot of old timers at the moment right now who don't like this like mobile working, remote working thing. They feel right. like if you're not showing up to work every single day that you're right. not getting work done. And the younger generation is like, why? Why do I have to go to work? I can literally do it from my house, you know? Um, and right. some of them are very productive in getting it done. And so uh, that is a little interesting battle that's currently happening at the moment. But yeah. um, I agree with you a lot, actually, with the whole spiritualities for us. And that's not to say I don't think everybody could benefit from spirituality, of course. Correct. But I Correct. think the way we um, ingest it and the way we live it is different than the way the youth should ingest right. it and live it. Right. And what I mean is, so the way I try to provide spirituality for my kids is by leading by example right instead of trying to like quote unquote preach to them daily or give them life lessons every single day like reading from a book or something um Mm -hmm. instead i try to just behave in a way um they're they are surrounded by so many adults that don't listen to them um that that treat them poorly you know like yelling or whatever teachers other parents who knows um there's just there's no shortage of adults that don't treat them in a loving way compassionate way however you define that
1: right
0: and so for me i try to just lead by example i try to make sure that whenever my kids are going through something i try to validate where they're coming from i try to listen to them i try to hear them i don't allow my own biases to to uh interact with them in that way right like i don't want to judge them i try to listen i try to be there um even if i don't agree with what they're doing I, I try to do it in a way that doesn't come off as me like, you know, Are you horrible person, you know. Um, and for me, I think that it's brought them to me. Right. It's attracted them to me because they they know that it's not always going to be something they want to hear. They know that, but they know I'm going to do it in a loving way. They know that I'm, I'm going to do it in a way that like, look, I, I get what you're coming through. But let me offer you some wisdom here. And right. I think by doing that, it gives them at least at least access to a different way of thinking right mm-hmm. like I, I exude when I, I try to anyways when i'm interacting with the kids i try to exude uh, inner peace i try to show them like yo that dude's just cool man like he's just got a good headspace and so mm-hmm. as they get older they're gonna look to me and say wow well how would you handle it right and, and it's kind of already happened a little bit in certain areas of my life right there's other groups that i've joined or i've become a part of that i was like the newbie at one point right, right. and then and then as time progressed the newbie is now the person that like all of them will reach out to, you know, for advice on things. So it's like, uh, you know, uh, what is it in the, uh, AA stuff attraction rather than promotion. Right, right. There's something to that, right? Like just behave in a way that people can't help but look but like, Yeah. That's right. kind of like that, you know, and cause they're going to get taste from it, from other things. And they're going to realize that I don't like those interactions, but I always seem to like this interaction. So that person's got something and, you know, figured out. And I think what I've figured out for myself is just that internal peace. And that's what spirituality gave me. And that's what allows me to be comfortable and like all the things that I'm around. That's what gives me the ability to approach the youth, if you will, my kids or whatever, when they're doing stupid things in a way to where I'm I'm I try my best not to be overbearing with it, things of that nature. Now, granted, my 18-year-old daughter would probably disagree with some of those statements because she thinks I'm like the gulag, but I think she still knows where i'm coming from and at some point in the future she might come back to me and realize hey you know you had some wisdom there but i do i agree i think that that's where spirituality comes into play for us right is is teaching those lessons teaching those those values but not in your face kind of a way does that make sense
1: yeah except i don't i don't think my kids will say that i exude inner peace
0: um <laughs> my you know i wouldn't either
1: yeah, I think what they would say is that I probably exude a, 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 a very comfortable existence. In other words, uh, that I'm okay with what I've done, uh, and I'm okay with what you do. Um, right. I understand and I have faith in you. I think what I exude is faith in, in the process, uh, if anything. I think if I exude anything, it's that I have faith in the process of life. Life will, will do what you don't choose to do for yourself. Life will show you things that you may not want to see. Life will humble you when you do not wish to be humbled. Uh, Life will provide you a reality when you try to live in fiction. Um, And if you accept life for what it is and you live long enough, uh, hopefully, eventually you embrace it. Um, And instead of like, uh, you know, there's two ways people have surfed, right? And, And when I say two ways people surf, there's a lot of you know, real surfers are probably like, I don't know where he's going with this. So I'm going to tell you where, because I've only really surfed once in my life and the way I've surfed, you guys don't call it. (laughs) I I
0: don't know. I do.
1: I do. do. Because the way they surf is they have to be on their feet and they have to be like challenging the wave and all that crap and look like they're I at first surfed accidentally backwards, uh, still on my stomach. Uh, And I enjoyed that so much that when I went forwards and I realized I'm so damn exhausted from paddling and fighting this ocean that by the time I turned around and was ready to surf, I was like, I can't even get up on my feet. So fuck it. I stayed on my stomach and I surfed on my belly all the way. And let me tell you something. I still call it surfing because surfing at this age is gliding people. And that's why I, (laughs) that's how I feel in my life. I'm just chilling and I'm gliding. You know what I mean? And, and it's, and it's equally as enjoyable uh, because it's not necessarily what you're doing on the ride, but that you're enjoying the ride. And I think often in youth, you're not really enjoying the ride. So the years, uh, they feel like they're going slow, but they they go so fast. Yeah. Um, and then when we get older, you see how many older people realize, man, I should have embraced it a little bit more. I should have appreciated it a little bit more. I wish I should have could have would if I was young again and all that stuff. Well, you know what? I lived it. I lived my youth really hard and heavy and, and, and I feel like I embraced it. So I feel like my gift to myself is that I've always at least lived. Um, and now that living just appears different. It's a glide rather than right. a challenging the, the the wave, you know? And I think when you're <laughs> young, you challenge that wave. You're like, oh, I know you're an ocean pushing, but I'm going to go towards you real quick. All right, I'll turn yeah. back around. And I hear you do, you know, and, and, you, and you kind of fight the power, um, but you're supposed to. Um, and again, all of this is more meaningful only if you live long enough to, to enjoy it full circle. Um, that's the only time it really becomes meaningful uh, is when you live it full circle. Um, Cause if you, if you unfortunately don't make it past those young ages and you die doing something reckless, uh, like so many of us lose somebody that, that, that died doing something reckless, it's a, it's unfortunate. And all we can do is hope that, that, uh, whatever's next. And I always just hope there's a next, you know, I don't care who's right on the next, as long as there's a next, no, no, wait, let me take that back. I do care about some people's uh, what's next. Cause I don't want to come back as a cockroach and, <laughs> and, and I don't want to just sit in a dark darkness and it just be dark, you know, or, or some fiery hell. I don't want those next, but there's a lot of other nexts that people talk about. that sound pretty cool and, Where... I, and I'm willing to accept. Uh, so, but whatever it is next, uh, maybe that's why we're being prepped like this trinity maybe you know maybe. Uh, we're getting to a place that's getting us more uh prepared for the transition to the next you know just like uh you know we we thought that we were uh caterpillars turning into butterflies you know in teens in our teens and 20s um when in reality it's probably closer to death that's really when we're turning from caterpillars to butterflies yeah, and, and, I, and, I, and i look forward <laughs> to the butterfly experience
0: um yeah i'd see that and and before we move on i I have to make an acknowledgement so my my daughter my twelve year old is not mm-hmm. feeling well she's uh homesick with uh fever and throwing up and stuff, and she's at her mom's house mm-hmm. at the moment however mm-hmm. she's watching so hey, baby I hope you're feeling better today um oh, okay. so
1: you weren't you weren't saying hi baby to to Leo no, you,
0: you and that was on on bad. the only people who saw that were on YouTube by the way so um <laughs> but anyways what's Rich, uh
1: what's richard saying richard richard no uh, no, no why you, you, you <laughs> don't want to mention this... i did not richard do any from that facebook thing. live i mean yeah. he deserves all the attention and respect for 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 enjoying the oh, show and gosh. he said something what did he say he said uh he used to pretend uh
0: he was surfing when he would have these dreams that i was pushed his head in the toilet so um, <laughs> that stuff never happened and then uh leo well, followed it's... Leo followed that up with uh, some of these gaming kids will uh, be some that will be operating the autonomous cars and trucks watching other uh, tiny screens. Um, yeah, so... Uh, Leo's typing really fast. But <laughs> yeah. his fingers to keep are up with some of it.
1: Um, no, I mean, it's like the spelling. Oh. <laughs> he's, like, he's got big fingers, man. Leo's got big <laughs> fingers on little phone. Big fingers on little phone.
0: Right on. Um, yeah, I, I think... Uh, uh, um, for me, that that's the, the 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 thing you said earlier about life will humble you. Um, I do yeah. think that that's the great teacher, right? I, I think that that's what it is. Is yeah, um, you know, as you uh, age, life humbles you and you become teachable. Because I know, yeah, Leo. right.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, so Leo called him a word Nazi, and uh, yeah, we're gonna just we're gonna pretend like we didn't see that um <laughs> uh, <laughs> no soup for you um but uh but anyway no i, I think that's what it is too right there's humility right because right. every generation thinks that they're going to be the one you know every generation yeah, right. thinks they're like oh i'll do it and then by the time they get like in their 40s they're like okay yeah it can't be done you know certain things like you can't you can't tame life right. and we all think that we can at 18 right. 19 20 we think we can tame life and as you get in your 40s you realize uh no you can't Life is no. what it is. And it's always going to be that. Um, and, and so I think yeah. that that to me is where the balancing act needs to come in. Those is, is while I think having fun and, and doing risky behavior is just part of growing up. Right. Um, the only thing that concerns me looking back is the kind of risks that are taken. I feel are, are um, they're, they're more free to take uh, uh, riskier risks, if you will. You know what I mean? Like it well, seems certain things in are game changers, certain things yeah. are just
1: total. Ga- like, like fentanyl is a total game changer. So that, yes. that's not risk taking. That's just if, if well, they you're see new, it that way. If you're new out there and I'm not, and, and this is very important. If you're new to the drug scene and take a pill, in other words, you're still not abusing. You're still not addicted. You're still not using. If you're new to the drug scene, then it's an act of stupidity to take a pill that somebody gave you. If you're already in the drug scene and addicted to something, then it's an act of survival and risk. That's different. Now you're risking it because you're like, man, I know the high that I'm looking for, so I'm risking it. But if you're brand new to the drug scene, it's not risky. You're actually just being plain stupid because you know damn well over 100,000 people died of fentanyl in the last year. And so, that, that, so, so risk is, is subjective. Agreed.
0: Yeah, I, I think uh, um, I, I just look at some of the risks that the kids are doing at such a younger age. Um, and it's just like, wow, dude, because some of them, and that that was the thing. All right. So that was the way I tried to teach all my kids. And I still do, um, is, is try to remind them, Hey, I I get it. You know, you're, you're young and dumb right now. You're supposed to be, that's part of the growing up process. However, always keep in mind that there could be permanent consequences to some of these things, Mm -hmm. you know, like you don't ever want to do something in your youth that you now have to pay for, for the rest of your life and that that's the thing that i think that needs to be balanced with you know i think that that's where our job comes in is to be that little reminder you know but in a, in, a, in a loving way right go ahead
1: yeah I, I would like to add to that a little bit sure i would like to add the, the understanding that most every decision you make absolutely affects your future absolutely. um some in a bigger way and some in a smaller way but they all do so yes. since every decision is going to affect the future moment that you're about to experience, and some a little bit more permanent, then that's is that is what should make you more cautious about the experience. Because if it's some things do and some things don't, then you tend to always believe, well, this one won't. You know, it didn't last time, so it won't this time. No, the last time, the, the reason you're saying that I did it before, nothing bad happened. Uh, the reason you're using that is because you you got away with it. But the reason you're using it a second time is because you did it the first time and got away with it, so it did impact your risk-taking behavior. It made it easier for you to do it again. It made it easier for you to make the same error in judgment twice. And then doing it two times makes it easier to do it three times. Uh, these are all prerequisites to, to doing real damaging stuff. You know, um, so the more prerequisites you put in place, which you will, we all do it. The more prerequisites we do, the more professional type crap we do, but maybe not with the skill set of the pro in other words like uh, <laughs> leo brought racing up right car racing Sure. you know there's like 40 drivers out there but not all 40 drivers have the exact same skill level but yet they're all expected to drive the same type of performance vehicle so some can't get away with the same kind of little errors in judgment or lack of skill that others can and that's how life is right we're all out there and some people just have a higher skill level some of you are driving way too reckless for not only your personal skill but the vehicle you're doing it in you know you may think i can go in and out but you're not driving the same vehicle that you drove on you know forza or some you know some some Grand turismo on the internet you're driving a a, a piece of junk three thousand dollar vehicle <laughs> that doesn't have the same <laughs> tires suspension <laughs> engine or braking capability and definitely doesn't have the same driver that can wreck into a wall and then just reset and start over (laughs) you know what i mean so so these are the things in life that i think are difficult with the way some of our learning is now trinity is that um we didn't learn through uh simulation yeah through simulation so when you scratch yourself you scratch yourself you hurt yourself you hurt yourself they're learning activities first in simulated form and therefore when you do it real remember that same fear is not there and again to use a a racing thing you can learn how to drive on a simulator but what doesn't exist on a simulator is the g-force so you don't feel that same g-force or the fear of death because you don't think you can die on a simulator which you can't so so those two things are very important to make good decisions sometimes out in the real world
0: yeah I, i think um you know so moving forward from from the the older individual's perspective right who's who's looking at the world and, and be it you're in a position of teaching or you're just a, a witness um I think perspective is, is kind of important for us, right? Perspective in a sense of we gotta keep in mind that, that it's a different world. Right. You know, uh they're trying to kind of figure out who they are, or whatever. Um even my own life, right? Like I did some really like gosh dude i'm not gonna go into the the uber criminal stuff but even just surface level criminal stuff i guess technically um when i was on my motorcycle right like gosh man i had some amazing times in my life some of the best times of my life Mm -hmm. were when my friends and i would be out doing these motorcycle stuff you know we went to south carolina and rode in the mountains and stuff um but at the same token dude i could have died literally any night that i went out (laughs) like the stuff that we were doing on our bikes literally just i'm only here from luck yeah Mm -hmm. there was probably some skill involved because i you know i spent a lot of hours in the seat but at the end of the day at any given moment any little thing could have gone wrong and i'd I'd not be here now Mm -hmm. um and and so part of me says man i really shouldn't have done those things but then the other part of me is like yeah but i'm glad i did like i look at where i'm at now and, and like i have all these memories and stories to tell things of that nature so I think we have to kind of keep that perspective when we're talking to the younger people. Like, do we really want them to never experience anything and make it to 40, 50 years old, have no stories, no memories, no excitement? Probably not, because you wouldn't want to do that to yourself. So you got to keep that perspective. And you also have to remember their perspective. Dude, it's got to be terrifying right now to be like, you know, 12. Like my daughter who's watching this at 12 years old. I can't imagine how terrifying it is for her every day to like, you know, this is my life now. Like, what am I going to do? How am I going to get older? You know, you constantly have all these people tugging at you and and, and wanting you to do this and doing that. You have parents telling you no constantly. Excuse me. You have friends telling you how great this is. You're exposed to social media. You're exposed to the Internet where you can see videos of people doing horrible things that look fun and they have, like, millions of views. And everybody, the society is saying that that's somebody to be looked up to right now. Like, it's got to be crazy to be a, a younger individual in today's world. Go ahead. I, I, I could see. I could see something happen.
1: Nah. What you see is that you know you were mentioning some of the stuff that we may have done uh, in our vehicles and the risky behavior we took with our vehicles, whether it be cars, trucks, planes, trains, automobiles, <laughs> motorcycles, all sure. that stuff. I mean, but that's all we had. Again, you know right. what I mean. So you, we used what we used. I mean, when's the last time you really saw kids running around with BB guns? You
0: know what I mean? <laughs> no but i did we used to shoot cars
1: exactly so you know uh so so what i'm saying is it, it's just very different um yeah. and and you said that do we really want them to not have these experiences some experiences right and i'm thinking and i asked myself that why you why you said that is what you saw my brain going and i'm thinking now nah, i'm cool with them leaving a the dorky life uh nerdy life and i'll tell you why <laughs> because um They do, They their their experiences are different. First of all, I remember asking my cousin from Puerto Rico one time when he was young. don't you, you know, uh, dude, you never saw snow? And I was like, dude, how is that? And he goes, how do you miss what you never had? Yeah, Uh, And and then it makes sense. It's like, wow, so he never experienced snow. So therefore, how can he miss snow? How can he want something he never had? So yeah, I'm cool with them never experiencing that stuff because they don't necessarily have to miss something they never experienced, right? Sure. Their risky behavior training, and tell me if I'm wrong, because I really believe that I'm right on this. Um, the risky behavior these days is doing the stupid shit that you see on TikTok and then repeating it. Um, so like these these pepper things, like when they just swallow like a spoonful of some sort of powder. Yeah. Um, the cinnamon challenge, really, yeah, yeah. All these little stupid little challenges. Uh, that's their risky behavior. That's that's their stuff. Some of um, them. when when people copy Jackass stuff, you know, because they saw the movie Jackass sure. or so they watch sure. shows like that or watch ridiculousness um and they say here hold my beer and they try it. it's that's their stuff you know right. so so i i do believe they'll do it it may some not of be them. the same as ours but well, i think a lot of young people try that stuff you know and they put no, it but out I, there. there's
0: other risky behavior there's like uh, i mean come on man the kids that i've i've encountered uh, you know like you said some of them are, are approaching like fentanyl heroin some of them or, are are approaching no uh no obviously, but, you know sleeping no, with no. you know everybody
1: right well, first of all, that's not even considered risky behavior to them. Uh, the the well, that's my point. Yeah. situation is got that's out of control. Yeah. Um, but that's again because we're older. Because when we were younger, we'd be like, "No, that's right on point, brother. That's, we're good with this." <laughs> you know, what I, mean? but, I but, to an extent.
0: But it's progressed because I remember when I was a kid in middle school, it was like a big deal. One kid uh, was caught getting, you know, get, getting oral sex from somebody at yeah. middle school, and it was like unheard of it was like whoa they did what like in middle like it was like sixth grade seventh grade it blew our minds like that that even was a thing back then fast forward to where we're at now like i'm yeah. hearing a lot worse stories yeah. of like that happening at the same age if not younger
1: yeah yeah and and you know again that's regional uh area and stuff like that but yeah, yeah. you're right uh, things some things are just a lot more uh, widely accepted um and again it's it's through what uh, it's that delicate balance between filter, uh, yep. you know, what do we censor? What do we filter? Um, we we as a generation just haven't been great parents. Um, as a generation. <laughs> um you know, we just haven't, oh, um,
0: nice little sucker punch there.
1: I, I, well, I just don't know when the last great parents were. I'm trying to think in my head right now as I'm speaking, when was the last generation of great parents? Right. Um, but it sure wasn't the baby boomers. Um, the baby boomers suffered so much, you know, they came from suffering, you know, their parents were like, they're, that's the world war two kids. Right. And so they were all born at a certain time and they were a booming generation and they started getting things. And so when they started getting things, they started liking, that's when the Joneses, that's what's keeping up. The Joneses began with the baby boomers. So. Uh they showed us excess, they taught us six ex- That's when we got our color te- television sets. That's when we finally got cable television. That's when we finally got more than three channels. That's when we got our Ataris. Uh, yeah. you know, that's that that's when our rooms had TVs, you know. I mean, up until that point, it didn't it didn't happen, but the baby boomers did that for their kids. And so I'm the generation where they did that too, and we we just had everything, you know, and, and <laughs> so so how are we supposed to be good. Fundamentally sound parents. When the part that we changed the most was, I hated the the kids were to be spoken to. Oh, you know, be seen but not heard. We hated all the kids were never right. You had to respect every elder, even the shitty ones. Uh, you know, and so we we fought that part of it so much that look what we did. We we raised kids without rules and regulations. We we says, you know, oh no, it's fine to think whatever you think. It's fine to feel whatever you feel. It's fine to do whatever you do. Just do you. Just do you. You're beautiful no matter how ugly you really freaking are. You're you're great no matter how poor behavior you exhibit. You're right no matter how wrong you really are. We started doing that crap with our kids and then, and then and then we go like, oh, the kids today. Well, we we did this. But but we did this to them. But the other thing we did to them is at least we let them go to the edges of their boundaries and and so. Some have taken it, in some opinions, uh, too far. Uh, but I'm, I'm cool with that because the pendulum will always swing back. So I'm cool if, if they take right. it, like, really uh, to a, a very different level and, and, and want me to call them a letter as a name. Okay, I'll call you a letter as a name. Remember we had Prince. Prince did that. That was the first the symbol. Yeah. yeah, he was a symbol. And it was—it was like we accepted it. We're like, "Oh, that's so cool." It's Prince. No, it, it, it was well, really I thought it was stupid, personally, and ridiculous. Yeah, so did I. I thought it was really stupid and ridiculous then, and it's still pretty stupid and ridiculous now. And don't ever call me Latinx. I think that's the stupidest thing. <laughs> so yeah, but what, but what I'm saying is—is <laughs> is these are the things that just happen. And in 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 really, it's a test again. Bringing it all the way back, it's a test to our spirituality. Yes. How. How faith-driven are we? How comfortable are we in our own belief system of whatever we believe to not impose it upon others and let them live their life just as we we lived ours. Now we still got some time to go. We're not done. We're yeah, not in the ground. I We're hope done. so. You sure. know, yeah. But 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 the our day of 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 uh, extreme. Adventure is over, and now we have smaller uh, like adventures. Now are like, let's go to the Grand Canyon. That, that's our adventures today. You know, I mean, that's, yeah. it's different. It's different. Let's take a cruise. go on a cruise. Right. That's our adventures today. Whereas when you're a kid, it, it's it's yeah. Let's let's go to the Grand Canyon by hitchhiking the whole way. <laughs> you know, that, it's like, oh hell no. Let's let me let me go uh, Europe, free jumping you know? into it. Yeah. Let me go yeah, bungee not, diving. In. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not just. I'm not you know dropping down in uh, backpacking you know Europe. I'm just not doing. I'm not staying in a hostel, dude. I'm staying you know. in a Marriott. I'm. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, I. like Marriotts. I like got my points. I like got my status, and that's right <laughs> <where I'm... laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh God. Um. So we have a couple of comments while we're doing it. Let me put these out here. Uh, so Richard off of Facebook Live said, uh, "Uh, look, learning through simulation is a poor instructional method. Uh, trial or trial and error is key. Uh, we need to get back to a place where we let kids learn by doing dangerous activities carefully." Uh, mm-hmm. Don't let it kill them, but pain associated with bad decisions isn't always a bad right. thing. Um,
1: I don't necessarily disagree with that. Um, I don't, I don't and, and Richard, look, Richard, uh, regardless of what he does now, remember he was on a pit crew. He was on Kyle Bush's pit crew. Uh, Richard, uh, you know, uh, you can't learn that in simulation. No. You <laughs> no. can't do that part. But having
0: said that, there's people learning on drones right now, bombing other countries. You know, so some things leaving. you can, and that's the thing, yeah.
1: some things you can highly effectively, and then some things you can't.
0: Correct. Um, And then Leo followed that up with uh, it got out of hand after the ice bucket challenge for AOS. Uh, When we did it, it was somewhat safe, but now stuff has gotten crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, See, I want to touch on that for just a second, right? Because I think that's a dangerous mindset to get into, right? Because while, yes, certain things have gotten definitely out of hand. But let's not pretend though that when we were doing things, it wasn't crazy either. Because the tools that we had access to—I mean, how many young people have died in car crashes because they were just going? I mean, James Dean, right, was a famous one. Was out there racing, doing stuff like taken before his prime. Yeah, but that's um, going to be
1: a constant. That's going to be a constant. That's my point talking about his specific challenges. You,
0: you, yeah, the specific, like the
1: Tide Pod eating challenge, is stupid. You, well, you know what they don't do now? Oh remember wow! Yeah, remember that? Yeah, remember I did that. that. I, me too. <laughs> yeah, Me I'd too. Do but I did it very slowly. I was never really fast <laughs> uh, at it, and I thankfully I wasn't very fast. No, I could not. Go- I nicked mean, myself a couple. And you watch it on T. Yeah, no, mine never made it. The only thing that I made that noise with was my razor blade against glass. That I could go really, really fast. But uh, but never, never a knife through my fingers that fast. We well,
0: also got Russian roulette. You don't hear about that very much anymore. Yeah i did that i did that one time yeah, that's kind of a that that, that's pretty pretty dangerous and pretty stupid right that one uh, time. all i'm saying is is like when we're talking to individuals what i'm getting at is we can't have this uh, romantic notion that things were so vastly different right yeah. things are different in certain instances yes but a lot of the stuff that we all did back then if you really think about it could have killed mm-hmm. us too so right. like we got to keep that in mind when we're talking to them like it's it's when i'm talking to my kids when i'm talking to my 17 or now 18 year old daughter um I, I gotta keep in mind man i was once young and dumb and stupid too and i did really dumb things like if i were to, like as a parent if my son did the things that i did well i would i would have more gray hair dude <laughs> like the stuff that i did was at, I, i've got pictures of me wrecking cars or whatever my mom in the background like oh my god i can't imagine what i through with some of the stuff um, and those are all very dangerous things that could end in an instant. So like well,
1: they were low percentage things. You were doing low percentage things and, and, and getting away with it. I mean that's yeah. that just yeah. you're not supposed to get away with it. No, you're, you're not you're not supposed to stand on a on a motorcycle and and, and live. It, no. it, that's that's not what it's intended for. It's a seat. It's a seat, Trinity. It's a yeah. car seat. It's not a step. It's not a step yeah. stool. Is that you know? What I mean? So you're right. So, you know what? You know what? You just brought up something that I think maybe that's why you know because I get asked all the time like, oh, how are you with your kids? You know because everybody expected that that I was going to be like some overbearing father and not like the the boyfriends that they bring home and and you know I don't know how my daughters have prepped the guys that they've went out with but all of them are very respectful and they actually ask for permission of stuff. So however my daughters prep them, it's really good. Uh, but more importantly, I think that. Because they live to me such a calm, peaceful existence compared to what I lived, I have zero fear. Like they'll go out, and I'm—I don't—I don't feel like, oh my god, are they going to be okay? Oh my god! But I guess because I'm looking at it like, yeah, what what are they going to do? You know what I mean? what's going to happen to them? I mean, I know bad <laughs> stuff can happen, and, sure. and accidents can happen. It's not that I'm naive. I'm just—I'm not seeing them make the same poor decisions. So I think they're going to make. You know, high percentage decisions rather than low percentage decisions. You know I've got you?
0: one like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's the one watching. Oh, <laughs> the, the, the other ones, uh, I'm a little bit more worried about them. You know, the the the, the track history here is is different. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just put so, a helmet on
1: that one. Put a helmet yeah. On that
0: one. Um. But uh. But no, I, you know, I I agree. Like I said, like I think you nailed it on the head, man. That that's where our spirituality comes into play. Is to so you, you got to come from a balanced, uh, yeah. you know, compassionate place. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you, you've got to accept where you're at, where you've been. You've got to appreciate the fire things in life for yourself. And then you exude that right. to those around you and you right. approach them from a loving, compassionate uh, place, understanding that their perspective is going to be different, man. Like, the, you right. know, they're just starting out. And, and, and like I said, I remember when I was, I had a t-shirt that to me, I, I, I was so proud of this t-shirt back in the day and looking back on it, it's just, it's such a young, stupid mentality, but wow. that's the one I had for the better part of my entire life. And the t-shirt says like attack. It was a, it was back when I was in my, my motorcycle racing and stunning days. Hmm. There was a picture of the grim reaper riding a motorcycle and it said, attack life. It's going to kill you anyways. Hmm. And, and the mentality I had back then is I didn't care if I died. I just, I was doing what I wanted. And I was doing, I mean, I remember there was days when we were out there, um, there was a bunch of us out on, on bikes and stuff doing things. And I would have friends, like, one of my friends one night was doing a wheelie and hit somebody else and he lost his leg. Like, I remember picking the bike up and moving it with chunks of his, like, meat on the bike. Um, and It was horrible. And we had to wait and they had a helicopter, and and stuff. And then on the way home, I'm doing wheelies. Yeah. Like literally what he just did I, I watched it like it was it was a horrific sight to look at. It was disgusting. And on my way home I'm doing the exact same thing that he was doing knowing right. it could it could happen to me. Um because in my lifetime where I was at then I didn't care if I died and I probably truly huh. didn't. I was just like whatever dude. I didn't think you know wife and kids and stuff later on in my 40s like it just it didn't occur to me. And it wasn't because there was nobody in my life telling me, "Hey, you should probably be more careful. I All have right. plenty of people telling me that. It's just my brain was yeah, whatever. Like, I don't care. I, I see this, I wanna do it, I wanna have fun. The adrenaline rush I'm getting from this means more to me than you telling me not to. And yes, if you would have told me back then that you're gonna be married with kids and they're gonna be loving and I would be like, You're insane. There's no way. I'm gonna you know, I I rider for life, man. <laughs> you know, I don't even have a bike anymore. And I don't Yeah,
1: neither neither one of us even, even have a motorcycle anymore.
0: Yeah, I don't even miss it. To That's be honest insane. with you, it's insane. Like, if somebody were to give me one, I wouldn't even want it right now. Now, if I lived elsewhere, maybe, but my, well, my media I'll, I'll, thought.
1: I'll take it. Uh, you want to give it to me? I'll take it. I, my I'll, I'll media thought it. right now,
0: <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying is I wouldn't write it because my media thought is, A, it's too hot. B, the drivers here in Orlando are, no, I, I'm not trying to deal with that every day. Now, if I lived down in the mountains or somewhere, I can actually, you know, yeah, I, I'd probably take one. Um, but so my point is, is just we have to kind of keep those thoughts in mind, man sometimes the best you can do is observe and, and give advice when asked and be there when it inevitably life humbles them. Cause we all know life will humble them. And the hope is that, that when the humbling takes place, it's not a forever kind of consequence. It's a, it's a temporary setback that you can kind of move on from and learn from. And then help them learn that lesson. Don't tell them I told you so. Don't tell them they were stupid for doing it. Help them learn the lesson. Be like, all right, you know, it didn't go well for you, did it? All right, so maybe moving forward, make different decisions. But you can very easily turn them off and push them further away if you're coming at it from I told you so perspective. Um, not I, to say you can't sneak one in every now and then, because I do, I'm going to be honest. Um, but the over overarching theme needs to be one of compassion. It's like, I get it. I was there too.
1: I think what's also important to note, Trinity, is that, is that um, I didn't do those things just because they were fun. Um, I thought that because that's as deep as it, that I could get. That's, just, you know, I didn't, I didn't think, I didn't, think the world wasn't set up to explore emotions or to dig into your life for reasons of why you do what you do. Right. It, it just right. wasn't set up that way. Um, so it is set up that way now. Like children have a lot more opportunity to explore their emotions and thoughts and feelings and, and, and other, uh, outlets, but it wasn't like that. Uh, now you can disagree or agree how the world is right now, but I don't know. I think we're, we're still in a training period, right? It's still kind of new because in, in past generations, we weren't allowed to do that. So the way we expressed our emotion was, uh, like me looking at a guy like you, like the first time I met you, I told you, well, like I, it's a diary. You have a diary, uh, but your diary is your body. You choose to, to, to put your life story on you. That's how you express yourself. That's how you have told your story of where you've been, what you like, what you, what you're into, you know, and, and that's how some people ex- express, whether it be a pain or whether it be a serious, uh, persistent thought or emotion that's inside yourself. And then there's behaviors, right? So, so, right. Uh, that I don't care if I die behavior came because I was depressed, but I didn't know I was depressed. I didn't know that I was suicidal, but my behavior would say that it would indicate that because I did things that, um, the more dangerous they were, or the more close to death I would get the more exciting they became to me. And the more, the, the more, the, the more that people responded in a way, like I would never do that. Then the more intoxicating it became because it made me a bigger person because I felt like such a small and significant person on the inside that all that stuff on the outside made me feel more important and, and valuable. And so I tended to do more of it uh, rather than less of it. Um, and then there was that time, cause you mentioned the, the motorcycle thing. So it reminded me of a story when I was on China beach, uh in in uh what 1989 it was a top show on tv and i'm, I'm on, Name dropper. on it no no i'm saying it for a reason so i was going on this uh, but it was afar from la so you had to go up the ventura boulevard i mean ventura freeway to get to because we filmed at, on the studios we're still at the studios we filmed at zuma beach and then we filmed and i don't remember the place it was but it was up ventura boulevard and it was like a whole uh a village uh, like that's where the village was of China beach. So that they created, right. The, the military village. So I rode my motorcycle. And what I used to like doing is when you'd see two rigs together, two trucks close together, side by side, there's a small gap in between. And in California, they had this rule of law that allowed you to ride on the yellow line. So in traffic, you would go on the yellow on the, on, on the white line, you'd go in between traffic. And so you never have to stop in traffic on a motorcycle. And it was illegal. And so, You would do it and be like, oh, my God. The first time I did it, I remember being so scared. I was like, is somebody going to spit? Is somebody going to throw a coffee cup out? They're going to have their arm out. They're going to open their door, change lanes, all that stuff. But then as you kept doing it, as I kept doing it, it became more intoxicating. And then I took bigger, bigger risks on, on doing it because it was like it was no longer hard. It was no longer scary. So I did more scary stuff. So then when two rigs would get together, I found that to be the scariest moment because truckers will mess with you truckers don't like you messing with them and so you'd have to shoot that gap in between them so fast that it kind of freaks them out but there's this wind tunnel it creates and this noise of when you're going through that it was just intoxicating it's like wow and it's like it's like having two speakers on your side and you could die at any moment so i did that and then i got pulled over i was flying and i and i got pulled over by a cop and and anyway, so I go to this, go on the set and I'm on the set and I forgot all about it. The cop didn't give me a ticket, by the way, because I used the that's, China. Beach. That's when I, that's when I name drop, by the way, <laughs> I was going to China <laughs> Beach. And he let me off. So so uh, so I'm on the set and, and this, in this on China Beach. They would have a, a, the directors would never direct twice. Like it was always a rotating director. But this guy was the second time around. So we had met each other before. And so he called me over and, and, and I go talk to him. He goes and we have a conversation. I don't know the whole conversation, but the, part of the conversation. I remember he goes what happens if you get everything you want out of life and you're not ready for it? And I was like, damn, okay, good question. what happens if I get everything I want and I'm not ready for it? And it hit me because I guess he didn't like the story. Cause I was telling everybody else the story and everybody was getting off on it and like it and laughing. But the way he interpreted that story was like, you know, we've had a lot of kids like you come through Hollywood and, and, you know, and he mentioned James Dean and then, you know, people like the river Phoenixes of the, of the world. and, and, you know, it, it meant something to me when he said it. It was like, you know, we see a million of you. You, you come out here and, and you get everything you want, and then you just throw it all away. You just you wreck it. And right. I'm thinking, damn, bro. That stayed in with me so heavy that the whole reason I ended up even leaving Hollywood was that sentence, that statement. That, that statement is more life-changing to me than most any other because he saw me do something. I had no real understanding or reason to say anything cool about it to him because it wasn't cool to him. It wasn't it, it wasn't anything to him other than just that's just you trying to be something you're not. You're 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 trying you're trying to attain something you're never going to get because you are that in here and until you see it in here it, it's never going to mean anything. You can't get risky enough. You can't get bad enough. You can't do bad enough. There's there, there's no there's no there's no thing that you're going to do that's ever going to give you that fulfillment, you know, that can only be found internally. And, and, and so, wow, man, it was just, it was just intense. Uh, and so that's what I would say. I think maybe when we speak about these things, we have to at least explain to young people that, the only reason we did these things is because we were we were suffering some sort of thing. And for me, I know what my thing was. Mine was a pain. Mine was insecurity. Mine was I felt small and insignificant. I felt weak. I, I, I You know, and, and those were the worst things you could be uh, at that time period in life. You know what I mean? But that's that's where I was. That's how I felt, uh, you know, because uh, and it's not Jimmy. My brother It's not your fault. You, you, you were doing what you felt like you were doing. You're being the big brother. But but and you know i don't want to say that that he did that to me but he was physically abusive and that was my interpretation of that physical abuse um and so uh, there were just things that 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 i think that we all need to know cause certain behaviors these behaviors don't just happen you know when people are doing risky behaviors and they're doing the stupid shit they don't just come out of nowhere you know they come from from something that started really young that happened to us that we didn't deal with properly and then it just it just Climbs up man when you don't process it Right and you don't deal with it right it just Manifests into something and evolves into Something very dangerous Well
0: said man Um, We have a couple of comments that were happening while we were talking Um, Let me read those before we Wrap up Um, Leo said uh, once again these comments most of Them are coming in from Facebook live and if you guys Ever want to join the conversation go to Facebook live look up Dope Dharma and you will find Us there Uh, Leo said uh, Then came the participation Trophies we got soft I know a lot of people that would agree with that. Um, yeah. Richard followed that up with I, I think the military aspect is completely different. They use drone strikes for two reasons less boots on the ground, but a bigger reason is if you are watching a screen and pressing a button, there's a lot less accountability than if you are looking at yeah. the eyes of the an enemy and having to pull the trigger. That yeah. makes sense. Um, and then Leo said, but the influence you can bring to a younger person by stopping them to say, Do you know what? This will feel like if A goes wrong or B goes wrong, unlike, hey, check this 9-volt battery by putting your tongue on the probes and letting me know if it is charged. Uh, (laughs) We could take a moment to teach and educate. Uh, Yeah, I agree. I I think that uh, I would strongly advocate of guiding and putting wisdom. We just got to do it in a way that doesn't turn them off. Um, And then Richard says uh, the theme he used when his kids hit the wall is laughter. I'd probably agree with that. I'm the one that'll trip. I'm tell them not to do it anymore. <laughs> so, um, you got anything, uh, you want to put on there? Final thoughts you want to wrap up with before we, uh, call today?
1: No, I, no, I think I just did. So you go yeah, ahead. I do. You wrap up.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so once again, thank you everybody for tuning in. If you're watching this on, uh, on any of the platforms, be sure to uh, like and share and subscribe, whatever, um, whether you realize it or not, that actually does help us get seen more. Um, and uh, follows on social media. He's at the dope doctor. I'm at the Dharma guy. Let me put those up real quick for you. There you go. Um, yeah, I'd say, I'd say that, that it's a balancing act on, on the youth's part as well as ours. You know, younger generation has to balance um, this yearning to explore and have adventure and, and take risks and experience all the, the complexities that life has to offer but they also have to balance that with the idea that you might be around later on. And so you should have some sort of a plan. You should have some sort of a foundation that you, you build upon because at some point, you you know, the, the people taking care of you aren't going to do that anymore. And so you're going to have to be in a position to take care of yourself and have a life that you built. And if you spent your whole entire youth taking risks and not really planting any roots anywhere, then it's likely that when you become an adult that you're going to be somebody else's problem as opposed to be able to have independence and live on your own and, and whatnot. Not to mention, you got to keep in mind that some things are permanent. So there are some risks that you're going to take right now that could very well end in some sort of a permanent um, um, reminder or permanent consequence that you're going to have to deal with. And, and, and nobody wants to hear how much that sucks, you know, because they're all going to look back and say, well, you did this It's part of the consequence. Um, and you're going to have to live with that. Um, but then on the flip side, we as the older, wiser generation also have to have balance. We need to be able to give our guidance and our wisdom, uh, wisdom that we've learned over the years, um, and, and the lessons that we've learned, and the humility that we've gained. We absolutely should share that. I mean, it's not ours to keep, right? Like we earned it, but we can also share it because um, other other the the youth is earning it every day, whether we see it or not. Um, so we should absolutely give that to them uh, and, and provide that guidance. however, we also have to keep in mind though that we were once that way like that's part of the 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 passage of life is is being young and taking risks and and figuring out what your limits are and figuring out what you're capable of and what you like and what you don't like. They've been told no for so long of their lives. so when they finally get a chance to do things on their own, they're gonna take it and I get it you know and, and so we have to understand that when we're talking to them. and we also have to understand that, our way is not the right way. Our way was our way. And the newer generations are going to have different ways. And sometimes it might look ridiculous Does It might look stupid Does but that's part of the process. If you're, if you're in the older generation, you've reached that point now where everything the young people do looks stupid. You know, the music sucks. Now the movies suck. The, the, the way they dress sucks. The The jargon, you know, the, the words that they use are stupid and don't make sense. My kids use words like cap, you know, to mean lying. Uh, that doesn't make any sense to me. But when I was a kid, I used to say bad. And my mom was like, what do you mean? Like, because bad meaning good, you know? And and so that's just the passage of of life. That's part of it. So you can't get lost in this idea of, you know, we were never there because we were. We made it through, like you said, uh, but we made it through for a purpose. And that purpose is to share it to the younger generations. So anyways, I think that's all I got today. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Um, We are. We having a a Friday show for uh, politics. Oh, you muted yourself.
1: Yeah, I muted myself, man. Because you know the dog was going in and out. Sure, sure. Plus, if you saw why I got off, I got off because he was trying to chew this up.
0: He Let ch- him have so, it.
1: He might get sick though. Brother, brother tell you something. Bro. We're all good. Um, mm-hmm. No, we're done, man. That's it. We're. Are we, having are we having a show you on Friday? Friday? Yeah, of course. Of course. Okay.
0: So we'll, uh, on Friday, we'll be uh, we'll be on air again on, uh, on probably noon. I'm assuming. Uh, and we we have on our po- uh, political show we the middle so if you're interested in the, the politics of the day not a lot of philosophy going on there but mostly uh, just the politics us as commenting on them be sure to tune in on friday uh from 12 to 1 and if you want to watch it afterwards just look for it on all the major podcasting channels or look on it for uh um youtube things of that nature so anyways mm-hmm. that's all we got now that you know better do better peace <laughs>